Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. We cannot, we cannot ignore the fact that on Friday night, on our national broadcaster, who is already trying to recoup 60 million, 50 million of that, by the way, is your taxpayers' money over the next three years. The train wreck that was the Late Late Show on Friday night. It was, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't think I was going to get to see it because I would have been traveling in the, in the car at the time. So we decided to watch it later on the player. because, And the reason I decided to watch it was not because I enjoy the Late Late Show. It was because I knew it was going to be a train wreck. And, you look, Shane McGowan is what Shane McGowan is. We all understand he's had a huge problem with alcohol throughout his life. Sadly, the man is not very well, and that's quite obvious. Um, and firstly, I believe Shane McGowan is completely overrated. That's just a personal opinion. But look, Fairytale New York is a classic. It's an iconic Christmas song. There's no doubt about that. And he has written some great music. But there has been other, other great Irish songwriters as well. I don't believe that Shane McGowan is that much better than any of the rest of them. But that's beside the point. There was a night dedicated to him to set up a bar for the, in front of a live audience was so typically Irish and I thought personally disgusting. I think it's bad enough in this country that we have a wretched relationship with alcohol, but to advertise that on a light entertainment programme, the most popular light entertainment programme on a national broadcaster, I thought was undefensible. You just couldn't defend that. It's just indefensible. You couldn't defend it. It was disrespectful to alcoholics around the country. It was, it was, uh, I suppose, compounding the problem we have and the stereotypical view of Irish people. And then on top of that, look, they sang Fairy Tale New York. I didn't expect any more from Shane McGowan. Obviously, the man is unwell, and it's very difficult for him to replicate uh, the original version of the song. But in fairness, he gave it a good bash, and he knew the words. Mind you, he was probably reading them off an autocue. It did look like he was reading a lot of them. But in saying that, he read them well. But as for the woman sitting next to him, I won't even name her, but as for the woman sitting next, trying to sing Fairy Tale in New York and Kirsty McCall's famous rendition of it, the woman must be rolling in her grave, Kirsty McCall, when she heard it. Not only was it shockingly bad singing, but she didn't even know the words. She forgot the words. I could pull a seven-year-old off the street and they would know the words to fairy tale in New York. I mean, surely she knew she was going to be on it, singing it, and she would have rehearsed it herself, even if she couldn't get a hold of Shane to do a her- rehearsal with him that day. Surely she would have sat down the night before and had a look at the words. She's a professional singer, allegedly, it seems. So surely she would have known the words of the song. It was a train wreck. From start to finish, there wasn't one thing on that Late Late Show you could say was professional. And then, to <laughs> top it all off, there was this bloke in the audience with long hair. And I said, Jesus, he looks like Jerry Adams. Turns out it was Jerry Adams. What's Jerry up to, huh? That had nothing to do with the Late Late Show, by the way. That was just an observation. So, I'm going to be asking you about the Late Late Show and the idea that they were selling drink, or not selling drink, they were all drinking Live on television. I understand it's not children's entertainment. And if somebody said, well, we don't bother saying that when it's EastEnders and when it's Coronation Street and the whole thing revolves around the pub, that's different. That's a drama. That's a soap. It's a, this is not a soap. This is light entertainment. It's meant to be an interview show. Did they have to... Shane McGowan, the one person in the world they probably shouldn't have been portraying in a bar because obviously the man has had a problem with alcohol throughout his life. And thankfully now, I believe he doesn't have that same problem. 
I mean, do you really want to portray him in a bar? Was that really the right thing to do? And I could see some of the musicians at the back that were standing up. They were kind of almost embarrassed by the whole thing. John O.D. Yes. What did the people of Cork think of this? Not that you well, represent them all, by the way. I'm just saying. Well, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I watch it, and obviously it's the knee-jerk reaction, looking at it when the first time when I saw Shane going sitting down, I said, oh, God, you know. And as it went on, you could see there's colossal damage has been done. To mm, the man, the man is not, he's not well, and that's fair. He's not, saying, well, it's yeah. self-inflicted, obviously, too. Like, I mean, so yes. we have to acknowledge that, like I said, if we go down that road. But um, that's the hard was a car crash. Now, I see nothing wrong. I totally disagree with yourself, no, here. I see nothing wrong with the pub setting that they had because the Pogues and all their music, like the Dubliners, uh, who were, in, I forget the name of the pub in Dublin, or where they were actually. The, oh, oh, what was the name of the pub there? Uh, Helena, help me out here again. The they pub where the Dubliners used to sing all the time. Oh, 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 Donahue's. Oh, Donahue's. There Donahue's, you go, yeah. there you go. Sorry, yeah, yeah. come into my head so there. there we are. Thanks, Helena, it doesn't matter. A, a world famous <laughs> group, right? Yeah. And they were conceived, like, in, inside no Donahue's bar, right? And we see what went on from there. They toured the world, like, I mean. Uh, you know, yeah, but you don't need to put it on a light entertainment show at night and, and reinstill, I suppose, or compound well, this well, vision well, that everybody well, has of the that, Irish. You're, you're, you're capturing, like, it was like part of, like, which was the Pogues, their whole setup. I mean, their whole ethos was, like, I mean, drinking and heavily drinking and music and more music and more drinking and more music again. Like, let's be honest, I mean, like, Cassie Kavanagh, fantastic poet. Like, I mean, one of, one of my most favourite songs of all time, Raglan Road, like, that was that was Whitman said, you know he was first fond of the drink as well. But look at that song. And Raglan Road. Yeah, but look at the deal. I mean, like I mean, on an autumn day, like I saw her first and knew that her dark hair would weave a snare that I would someday rue. I mean, that, that, that's iconic. Like I mean, that's I mean that's genius. But it, yeah, but, 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 but I mean, with the greatest respect, and no disrespect to Shane McGowan, because Fairy Tale New York is an iconic Christmas song, uh, as well as Sally McEnan, a great song they, they always play at the end of the night in Copperface Jacks, and a few other places as well. And there's been some great, uh, you know, and he, he did his rendition of Dirty Old Town as well. Uh, yeah, Rainy Night and Soho. Uh, Rainy Night and Soho. There's been some great music, right? But in saying yeah. that, there's some great other Irish artists as well. I think he's, I think he's a little bit overrated, to be honest with you. Well, this is again, no, well, I, I will agree with you this time, no, like, he's not a fan, like, he's not Paddy Riley, he's not Tommy Bernard, he's not Patsy Watchcorn, or Dublin City Ramblers, he's not Luke Kelly out of the Dubliners, we know that. Basically, what he is, he's the guy who gets up, like, I know you don't drink no night, so you kind of, it's supposed to be out of the loop of the hair, right? The thing is, he's the guy that gets up in a bar and knows all the words of the songs, gets everyone going, right, I mean, and the more drunk he gets, the better he gets. He's bloody great crack, let him in. Everyone enjoys the night. I've been in nights. Some of the best nights of my life have been inside in bars with ballet sessions. I drank with Paddy Riley. I drank with Dwarf Thorns. I drank with Patsy Watchcom down Killarney in the residence bar. Some of the best nights of my life have been with music and alcohol. Alcohol in moderation. What I don't like over this is the idea that, oh, Christ, drink. Drink is the worst thing ever, like. Drink is fantastic as long as you can handle it and you have respect for it. And you can have great nights out. You don't have to be a flaming alcoholic or you don't have to abuse it, but you can have great nights. Okay, well, stay there a second because let me go to Morris as well. Morris, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Morris? Good evening. How are you doing, Niall? Morris, I, John disagrees with me. I thought it was a train wreck um, uh, yeah. from start to finish. 
the whole late late show from start to finish. I don't think there's anything. Apart, the only entertainment I got of it was was spotting Jerry Adams in the audience with long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody said, "Did you see Crosby, Stills, and Adams in the audience?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because he did look like a hippie from the sixties. God bless him. Right, but get it back to Shane McGowan. Yeah. Shane is what he is, Morris. We know the man has has been damaged by alcohol. And he is what he is. And I didn't expect much more from Shane than to have an attempt at the song and, and maybe answer a couple of questions if he possibly could. I, I, I remember he was on Ray Darcy last year. He couldn't string a sentence together, but he's a little bit better this time. Um, but in saying that, look, the, the pub setting and then yeah. Philomena Begley not even knowing the words of the song. I yeah, mean, God's that. sake, Morris. That was a little bit... Uh, overall, the thing to me was that Shane... Shane is alive and we pay tribute to him while he's still here. Absolutely. He's not, a, he's not an also around, right? No, you no, know, I'm not disagreeing with the tribute, by the way. I think he yeah, is overrated. Yeah, but I, don't I think the pub setting was good for him because he grew up in that atmosphere. He was he was born to parents in London. Yeah, but look what it did to him. Temporary. Look what yeah, it did to him. Yeah, but look at all the... We're all flawed. You know, we're all flawed. We all have addictions in life. You still like smoking, Correct. 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 Okay, and everybody's telling you to stop. Yeah, but with the Late Late Show have me sitting there smoking my brains out. Years ago, when Shane was on the Late Late Show... No, I'm talking about now. Okay, so... Not now, because it's politically correct now. You're outside. But Shane was on the show smoking and drinking. Unfortunately, he's a young man who grew up... To me, he's a lyrical genius. Do you know why? Because nobody could write Rainy Night like Soho like he did and Fairy Tale in New York. And the thing that pissed me off about his career was, in 1987, when Fairy Tale in New York was released... What song kept him off number one? The Pet Shop Boys with an Elvis retake. You were always on my mind. That'll tell you how corrupt the music I, I met him, was. and I, had, I, I talked to him one night for about an hour. Um, yeah. I, I was working in Bloom's Hotel in, in Club M at the time, and yeah. he was living in Bloom's Hotel while, he was, while his book was being, one of his books was being written. And he used to sit at the bar practically most of the day, probably sit in the bar, to be honest, which I think the troop, you yeah. know. Um, and I was chatting to him one night, and he was reasonably coherent at that stage. But it was from that point on. Now, I'm trying to remember when that was. That would have been in the very early stages of 2000, maybe the end of the 90s. Yeah, he, he was in a, He was on a rap. But look, you know Brendan Bean. John knows Brendan Bean. I know Brendan Bean. He had a problem with alcohol as well. But he was, yep. a, he was a genius. He could write plays. He could write songs. And he said Patrick Cavanagh. Unfortunately, Shane is a message to everybody. No matter how genius you are, if you're a flawed human being and you have weaknesses and addictions, that's what happens to you. And he has to live with that every day, what he does to himself. He's still a happy guy. Yeah, was it, was it a good idea to celebrate that? I know it was his, his missus was involved in the creative design of the set, right? But was it a good idea to, to show us, or, or, you know, to have something there to represent shame, which was alcohol, which is really what destroyed the man's life? I mean, is that really... I mean, look at the amount of alcoholics in this country and the yeah. amount of lives that have been destroyed in this country by alcohol. And we're trying desperately to shake off that stereotypical image that the world have, has of us, that we can't go out on a night out, we can't have a good time without getting plastered. And here we are on the, the most the, you know, the most popular national television show, allegedly, uh, on RTE. And, you know, and here we see a load of people sitting around getting pissed. Can they come back in now? Well, yeah, I can understand you. Like, they have the green room and they all have a few beers, right? I think if people stop focusing in on what was laid on and just looked at Shane and how everybody came together for him and what he meant to them and what he done for Ireland. And he came back here and he lives here. So I think for him to be still here with us, and he was so proud, I believe, now, that what went on and he enjoyed it so much. Like, he even had a quip at, 
Somebody and he goes, I was on this show before you were ever on it. I thought the funniest answer he gave, by the way, was when Ray Darcy asked, and please don't say it on the air, it's daytime radio, but when Ray Darcy asked him what he thought of the uh, controversy over the word faggot in oh, Fairytale, New York, yeah. you know, <laughs> he, he answered that fairly positively. Yeah. And he, said on, he said it on the show on Friday as well, sorry John, and he replied to it, he said it's a load of nonsense. Yeah. It's a word in a song that sits beautifully in that song, and he's not been derogatory to anybody. And to be honest with you, Noel, you had a hero growing up. I had a hero growing up. Shane's hero growing up was Philomena Begley because his mother and father played him. And, that, and, and that's fine if he wanted to get Philomena to sing along with him. But she could have learned the words of the song. Well, you were she right was there for him. Yeah. She was there for him. It was a little bit of mix-up or she forgot something you don't know. Ah, stop. How do you forget the words of Fairytale New York? Nice. Yeah, sorry, yeah, go, John. Very quick, Dev. Good yeah, to break, well, on. Just on the point of the gas for me, the, the, the young girl that sang... Um, um, Kirsty McCall. Ray, 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 no, oh, Ray, Ray Lane, so, okay. Yeah, well, but on the night... Yeah. 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 She, she was brilliant, like, I mean, yeah. The, 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 but, I mean, I was under the impression that she, she was going to sing Fairy Tale because... Well, I, I, think everybody, I think everybody was. I think every, I mean, there's a million and one female vocalists out there, but, of course, the suggestion is that uh, Shane wanted Philomena Begley to do it, and fair enough, if that's what he wanted, that's what he got. But, I mean, she could have gone to the trouble of learning the words of the song. Uh, I want to go to Joan as well. Joan, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Joan? Hello, Niall. How are you? And as we come closer to the big day, happy Christmas. Happy, happy Christmas, Christmas to you. Great. Now, I don't think I will watch another Late Late Show. I'm sick watching the Late Late Show. Uh, the toy show is a disaster from the point of view that we didn't see a toy run across the floor. And I was talking to a taxi man last week and he said his four little kids went to bed. No toys. It's supposed to be a toy show. OK, we leave that alone. So I felt that the Late Late Show was a bit sick. And it's getting sicker every day. And RTE are getting sicker every day because all we hear is misery. So we come to look forward to Shane McGowan. Okay, we all know his history. But one thing, we were all delighted when he heard he is sober now. So why would you bring back the impression on TV that his all wellness looked like he was drunk? Well, he did, he did have a pint in front of him, by the way. Now, I know he's, uh, uh, I've heard he's sober again and he's not drinking, yeah. But he was. He, well, I did see him with it in his hand, so I don't know whether he was sipping out of well, it. it didn't matter. In a pint of Guinness, it looked like. Yeah, but they should have taken into consideration, as we all saw and watched and felt a certain sympathy for the guy who still is unwell and looking for newcomers to watch the programme. The first thing they would have said was, gosh, that fella's drunk. So that was the very bad showing that they had. Well, it was. Oh, I'm out of my to the point. It wasn't just him drinking. They, they, all oh, the no, guests no, were sitting there and all had a few drinks. Oh, yeah, and I don't think Tuberty never gave the impression of drinking before. They all had their glass. Wait till I tell you, Niall. There are dozens of unfortunate people looking, in inverted commas, forward to Christmas if their partner doesn't go on the drink. And that's what that brought up there. Drink is great fun. Somebody rang you in a minute ago and said you're dry if you don't like drink. You're, you're missing out if you don't like drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I haven't missed yeah. life at all. Okay, well, 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 well let, let John just off. respond to that because I've only got a minute. But John, yeah. respond to what Joan's saying. You know, again, the point that I was making, it, you know, it, it just instills this whole stereotype, particularly at Christmas, of the Irish. And also the fact that Shane is supposed to be sober now. Uh, and mind you, I, I did see him pick it up. Did anybody else see him? I saw him picking up a pint at one stage. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's. Yeah, I don't. Maybe he didn't drink it. Maybe it's just a habit he has. But anyway, that he's sober now, and here we are setting up a set. You know, I know his missus requested it, or yeah. with the creative team in RTE of a pub. You know, it just didn't make any sense. Well, 
I, I don't say anything wrong with that because, as I said, most of the music and everything was conceived in certain bars anyway, the same with the Dublin. But that, doesn't, but that doesn't give you a reason. Well, hold on. You know, Al, there's many great artists who conceived their music in jail, for example, you know, but we don't put prison bars up when they're singing songs. I know, but the you know what I mean? like, even the way Joan is talking, they'll know like that. You yep. know, I mean, not everyone, including yourself, has kind of alluded to it now. That not everyone that takes the point that I mean is sticking their head down the shore getting sick, right? They are people actually out there and they can handle alcohol and they have great Yeah, but we know there. Shane was one of those people. You, you have yeah, to take notice of the people who don't. I mean, we're getting messages all around the year. We're coming to Christmas, a very dangerous time for some, a very great time for others, maybe the minority for others who will take a drink and they'll be sober. And drink to many people it causes a fright and a worry before Christmas. Why would you enhance that on television instead of showing a guy like Shane McGowan, now sober? Why would you not have put a glass of orange juice in front of him and sold your story that night? Okay, well, do me a favour, both of you. I have to take a break. But listen, thank you very much indeed. We're going to come back to this after the break. Joan thinks it was disgraceful. John thinks there's a reason for it because all of the music was conceived in a pub. I don't know, to be honest with you. Padraig, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Padraig? Season greetings. Season's greetings, my good friend. Your listeners await your very next word. Well, you can, you can t- tell uh, Tight Andy that my check was late again. But do you know, Padraig, there are people listening at home going, oh, I knew he got paid. I knew he no, got paid. No, I <laughs> Actually, do you know something? I don't, I don't have this trouble with your competitors. So, look, <laughs> you, you, you seriously think I'm doing this for good of my health? Now, I, 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 so what, what is it? Is it a tenner a shot or is it 50 a shot? Or? If I'm enhancing your listenership, I, 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 respect, I, I expect <laughs> to get my remuneration. Now, anyway, have a word. Your Christmas bonus. Tell him, that, tell him the recession's over, right? Okay. <laughs> I've tried telling them that already, Patrick. It's not working for me. I don't think it's going to work for you. But go on. Patrick, getting back to the Late Late Show, the car crash that was the Late Late Show. Well, you're breaking up there now, Patrick. Hold on. You need money for a new phone. Is that what you're trying to say to me? Is that it for now? Yeah, go on, go on. Okay. Well, we've lost you now. Ah, we've lost you completely. All right, we'll try and get you back there if we can. All right, loads of people text again and said, no, I think it was completely inappropriate to have a pub scene. It was a joke. The person says, I thought Friday night on the Late Late Show was a sad and ridiculous spectacle. I don't know what was uh, what there was to celebrate. Um, uh, the destruction of an addict causes uh, seems to be conveniently ignored, and by doing so, nearly makes it acceptable uh, the drinking culture, or nearly makes acceptable the drinking culture, and also the fallout from it. There are currently two hundred and seventy-four thousand alcoholic dependent people in Ireland. Yes, uh, sorry, there we go. Patrick, you're back again. Go ahead. Sorry, Niall, I'll have to move to a new location to get a signal. Well, it doesn't seem to be working out, but go on, let's try it, go on. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, go on. Okay, listen, I, I think this has been blown out of all proportion here. Right, why? Um, at, at the end of the day, Niall, you really, the way things are going in, in future generations of Irish are going to have the divide of personality, uh, they're going to be walking around like robots, then most of them are at the moment anyway, and at the end of the day, Niall, we're, we're down 20%, I heard stats there recently, we're down, the Irish are down 20% on our alcohol intake. So we're actually way down compared to what we used to be. And w- Seriously, now, do, do we want to end up like 
the most boring race in the world, like a bunch of Canadians or something. Okay, so you think we're all a bit woke? Is that what you're saying? Look, John O'Dean hit the nail on the head. He said the best night, the best crack he ever had in his life, without falling over, without getting sick down the toilet, you were exaggerating there. Some of us can hold our alcohol and have a good night and a bit of crack. And that's, and that's in a pub. Just, in a pub. That's what, not on national matter. television. So, what, 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 it's gone to PC now, Niall. No, it's, not, it's nothing to do with PC. By the way, I'm not it outraged is. by it. I just think it was a bit of a joke. It's, uh, no, it's the PC. I couldn't personally give a shot because no. I thought it was actually funny. Uh, the Irish are but, uh, but I can understand why people would be upset by it. Niall, the Irish, like the Germans, were renowned for a drinking culture. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a bit of crack. You, would, you, you wouldn't see that in German television, I can tell you. The national show, the most popular show on television, with a load of people's gunning and quaffing pints. You're having now, a laugh. The German, believe it or not, now, this is not a dress rehearsal. And the, the most boring people I ever met in my life were people that didn't drink alcohol, to be quite honest. Why? You mean you can't have the crack if you don't drink alcohol? No, no, because they, 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 well, actually, these people should actually drink because they might come out of their shelves a bit more. I, I, I don't need alcohol, as you know, I, I'm... Uh, Full of beans, anyway. Do you but drink? I well, you do drink. I only I drink very little socially now. Yeah. But at the end, I don't need drink to to, uh, to enhance your listenership here. But <laughs> at the end of the day, Niall, we're going down the road of uh, like the Canadians, complete devoid of personality, no crack. Is this what we want to? The Irish. To Did you home? watch the show? I, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what? And what did you think then of the rendition of fairy tale? Every drug on the planet. Well, he was. He was. He was at one point in his life. So just don't be blaming the alcohol. Well, I mean, yes, there's a lot of damage being done to Shane. We know that, and it's not. It's not more the reason why people were outraged by it, but the fact that we're celebrating what has basically destroyed a man's life. You know something? The man is nearly. Uh, his other half is it Victoria White? Is it girlfriend? Yes, that's right. She she was the one who decided with the creative department to to do this. Well, she alluded to the fact there that uh, he's he, Shane McGann will be sixty-two now. Please God, Christmas Day. Most of, she said most of our friends are dead. Obviously, they 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 lived a hard lifestyle. But at the end of the day, now if you just drink socially, there's nothing wrong with that. We, oh, okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me bring in Jim as well. Who disagrees with you? By the way, stay there because well, hang on, hang on, Patrick. Jim, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Jim? Oh, you know, yeah. What, what an embarrassing display. The pigs in the parlour, that. Huh? Well, bigara, bigara, diddly idle, diddly idle. Yeah, a good excuse not to pay the license money. If that's RTE's best or whatever, I think it's it's a good excuse for people not to be handed the money. It just shows again, like everything else in this kit, that it's a, 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 it's one blunder after another. They can't do anything right. McGowan on a personal basis. I mean, considering he's an Englishman, he was born in England, whatever. So he wasn't born here. Uh, even though his parents are from Ireland, I mean, he's dabbled with alcohol possession with heroin. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not too sure the story you're referring to, but either way, yes, we understand he's had a difficult life, and yes, he's had a problem with addiction. Well, you could say the bloke, look, there's that vacant stare on his face, you know. It's just well, I mean, I'm not, I don't think we're going to, we're in the business today of talking about the fact that we, we all agree, and he himself will agree, uh, as everybody knows him, that has been quite damaging in his life. Look at the damage it's done to him. But in saying that, you know, Shane is what he is. He's Shane, and we all know the condition of his health, right? But the, the point is, to reinforce that by having a bar on the stage... Exactly. Yeah, but you're only paying, you're paying homage to all the negative things in his life, really, isn't you, at the end of the day? I mean, is that a fair point, Patrick? You're paying homage to the negativity in his life. Homage to the negativity. Look, Niall, as the old saying goes, this is not a dress rehearsal. We're becoming a nation of Puritans. 
because there's people there with not, obviously too, way too much time on their hands, Niall. They're sitting back, giving out about everything. Oh, the Irish are drunkards, that this, that, and the other. The Irish, we built the whole construction. We are the kings of construction. We built the second world, Niall. So we're quite entitled to let our hair down now and again. Like I said... Not this, in that way. What do you mean, not in that way? You're going on about this, like, there's less people drinking. Why? Because there's more people taking drugs. That's why. Well, you know, wake it, up and it, smell it, the coffee, pal. Don't be going on about we're boring our Canadians. And, uh, don't be giving it all that. The Irish are the Irish. But waving this banner of hard drinking, hard playing, and who cares in what condition you get yourself. Well, uh, you I know look at Shane McGowan as, as, as the end product of living a life of uh, having the crack. There you go. What more do you need to see? Well, uh, Evan, it's very obvious. That, like I said, we're down 20% on our alcohol intake. The Irish used to drink a lot 50 years ago. Now it's minimal. Like you, like you said, they're taking more drugs now than alcohol. So alcohol has been blown out of proportion. There's very few people drinking like they used to. Hey, I do, to suggest that alcohol or the problems related to alcohol are blown out of proportion, no, I think is actually insensitive to people no, who are listening today and dread no, Christmas. Second, When's the last time you've seen a guy staggering out of a pub? When's the last time you... I know you don't frequent... Ah, ah, stop, Padraig, will you? Walk into town any Saturday night. Exactly. They're on drugs now. That's not alcohol. Well, a lot of them are on alcohol. They're pissed out of their heads on alcohol. Combo. Combo both. Drugs and alcohol. What difference does it make? Which which vice it happens to be? I mean, hold on, hold on one second. Okay, Christy Dignan, we all know, has had a huge bat with heroin addiction throughout his life, Right. If Christy Dignan was, uh, you know, on a show on the Late Late Show, let's say, for example, and we were doing some sort of tribute, are we going to have them all sitting around with needles in front of them? Look, I'd like I'm asking question. you a question, Patrick. We wouldn't do that because it wouldn't be politically correct. Firstly, because drugs are illegal. The only difference is that alcohol is not illegal. Now, alcohol has destroyed Shane's life. There's no doubt about that. So why put him on a stage with alcohol? Well, maybe he asked me. Maybe he asked for that concept, did he? I don't know. You better ask RT, Niall. I don't know why they've done it. No, okay. Well, at the end of the day, if, if RT are, are coming around and, and whinging with your woman, whatever her name is, D, whatever her name is, looking for people to cough up money, at least, you know, put on something that's professional. Not something that, as I said to you at the start of the show, like the pigs in the pan, a big order, big order. How embarrassing. Uh, look, you're living in the past, Jim. You're talking about 50 years ago. Irish people, like I said, they're not drinking like they used to. I'm talking, so about, I'm talking about the Late Late Show on Friday night. The display yeah, of what was there, You're talking about the Late Show. There was two pints of Guinness on display. Get a grip, man, you? There was more than two pints of Guinness. There was shorts as well. Other, other people had drinks on their tables as well. Oh, Jesus, nice. There, there was about four tables. And there was the musicians all standing behind them, looking very embarrassed by the whole situation. Chuck Horan, I, there was alcohol. It was a pub setting. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Okay, somebody in Texas says, Niall, these so-called pints were fake. No, they weren't all fake. Jeezy says, no one is mentioning the Pogues, who were great, and Patrick Bergen and Glenn Hansard. Glenn Hansard, by the way, I wouldn't walk across the road to see him personally myself. I'm sure he's a great artist, but I think, I don't know, maybe slightly overrated a little bit. Patrick Bergen, I haven't seen him in years. Um, uh, The Pogues in Ireland is alive and well, says Inga. I mean, nobody's doubting that the Pogues were great. I, I think slightly overrated, to be honest with you. If not anything at all. You know, I wouldn't be, it wouldn't interest me. That I'm not into Diddley Idol, personally. Are, are you into uh, traditional Irish music, Jim? Uh, I, I have to say, I, I, I went to see the Pogues many, many years ago in the UK. 
Um, and, and I like the music. Yeah, I'd say it was great crack, by the way. Good crack as well, too. It's gone back probably over 30 years ago. Actually, it was a gig on Brighton, but it was, as I say, great gig, good times, good memories. But in the same respects, I mean, as you have to remember as well, the Pogues parted company with Shane McGowan over his... Over his uh, over his bad behaviour and his bad ways or whatever. So, you know, I mean, there's, there's a thing there. They actually had your man out of the Clash actually sang with them for a while, but that didn't really work out. Your man Joe Strummer, who passed on as well, too. The whole thing is here, to me, it's not representative of... of it's representative of a fellow who was born in England and just lived his life whatever way he wanted. OK, the fact that he had Irish parents and whatever... You know, okay, you can put a word to, 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 uh, to, together or two. I mean, he has the ability to write songs or whatever. But in relation to his own personal life and, and the way that he's lived it in the public view, I don't think there's any... I, I, I'd be embarrassed by classifying that as being representative of, of how to live your life, you know, as an Irish person. Okay. All right, listen, thanks for that, chair, uh, Jim. Okay, loads of people texting in. Somebody says, Shane destroyed Shane's life. Not bloody alcohol. Uh, says Kevin Limerick. Yeah, but Kev, you know, he did destroy it with alcohol and drugs, you know, in fairness. Another uh, person says, there you go, Now, Dry, shite Canadians. Bang on. Dead right, says Liam. Uh, what are you talking about, dry, shite Canadians? Oh, you're, Liam, you're the guy who said that if you don't drink, you're missing out. Now, you're a bit cynical today. You don't rate Sherry McGowan. You don't rate Glenn Hansard. No, I, well, I didn't say I don't rate them. I mean, I'm sure they're great songwriters and great singers, I imagine, in their, well, Shane in his day, Glenn Hansard, uh, obviously presently, and I'm sure Glenn is extremely successful. Wouldn't be my cup of tea. I wouldn't walk across the road to see them. It's not my, you know, I'm just not into it. The person said, a 70s and 89 DJ calling Oscar winner Glenn Hansard overrated. Well, that's just my view. I just, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. Glenn, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who love his music, but it just wouldn't be my cup of tea. I'm not interested. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't, I'm not a, that kind of music just doesn't appeal to me. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.